Hello again, everybody. It is Tim. You are listening to the 32nd one of the greatest travel and road trip podcast in the universe, the No Name Road Show. And as I am every episode, I am joined by the Zvenguli in the schoolie, master yeah. photographer extraordinaire and owner, operator, and founder of Lost and Found Skates, Joe Makarski. Hey, hey. Holy shit, Joe. We've got a hell of a show for our first of 2022. We've got uh, potentially some guests. we got to hear what's going on with you uh, and, and, and your adventures in Texas. But uh, we also have uh, a listener story to, to talk through uh, this time as well. Like, What do you know? Uh, yeah, I want to hear it. I want right? to hear it. So uh, strap in, kiddos. It is theme song time of the No Name Road Show. All right, so uh, we're back. Joe, uh, before we start with anything, um, uh, and you and I were talking about this pre-show, is we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. Like, this is, yeah. we're coming up on our second year now of doing this, uh, or at least like a, somebody. Or like a year and a half. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's definitely coming up on, on, on two years, which is amazing. Um, but even more amazing and, and more appreciative is the number of people who listen to us. Like, uh, I know you get approached, I get approached too by people who listen, sharing stories and stuff that they reminded the fact that we're getting like folks now sending in stories. Uh, we really appreciate you all. Like we really, and truly do. Uh, it's so much fun just doing this generally, but even more so to know that, uh, folks are, are, are listening and, and playing along, I guess, or, or, or following along and, and keeping up with our misadventures. Right. Yeah, dude. It's so awesome. Um, but one of the things that we do want to make sure like, and, and to continue to help us support the show, make sure that you subscribe, uh, like leave comments, all that stuff, um, is super helpful. Uh, and we appreciate you guys following us on social media, keeping track, helping Joe, uh, you know, buy and sell the old van. Uh, yeah, buying things from Lost and Found Skates. Like you guys are absolutely awesome. So to uh, to start off this first episode of the new year, we definitely want to say thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. Except for that one listener. Go fuck yourself. Stop. <laughs> I can't wait till I run into that one listener. Right. <laughs> so, Joe, how the hell are you? Where are you these days? Man, I'm doing good. Um, I'm still in Austin. Um, I've moved uh, from a a spot that I've, I've I've been in for the last couple of months to another spot over um, it, it Zilker Park. Oh yeah, uh, which I think That's where every- they have the whole uh, ACL there. That's where I'm at. I'm, I'm over where the craft services is usually at the ACL. Um, so I'm over there. What's nice is uh, it's right close to downtown. I get to see yes. the the city skyline. Um, there's trails all around. The river's right here. Do the bats yeah. come by you? No, the bats are a little bit more east. Okay. Um, but the the joggers and and the joggers and the walkers and the joggers and the walkers it there is 24 seven. There are people on this trail running or walking and, and, and it's crazy. Everybody's out and about. Like, so where the hell who are you people running from? Where's everyone going? Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> 
It's crazy. Um, there's there's a few other people parked here. Um, there's a a school bus the, um, next to me where it's a guy that I met at Walmart. This guy, um, Aaron, who was a Hollywood Hollywood set designer and has since then packed up his stuff and put it in a school bus. When I say packed up his stuff, I mean he packed up all his tools and put it in a school bus and then a bed in the back. So 98% of his bus is tools and it's awesome. It's every guy's dream walking in there of uh, a wood shop or tool shop Um, on both sides of either side of the bus is just racks and racks upon tools. Here's a drill press, bandsaw, uh, ladders, uh, you name it. He has everything in there except for to live. live Yeah. (laughs) The bed's in the back and he has a kerosene uh, heater, which he's been using. And today he was, uh, he came over and he's like, man, it was rough last night. I woke up and I was, I, I was felt like I was choking a little I was coughing and I um, was like having a time sleeping. So I, when I got up this morning, I blew my nose and it was just all black. And <laughs> looked at the ceiling and it was all black too. And it was from the, 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 from the heater. Yeah. He was like, what the hell? He's like, maybe, maybe I need to open a window. Maybe I need to clean that. Maybe I need to figure it out. But yeah. That's why they have like, do not use in enclosed spaces. Oh, dude. Yeah. It's <laughs> a total guy about it. Like, and just like us giggling about it afterwards. <laughs> Could have died. Could have died. <laughs> eh, but I didn't. Eh, it's all good. Um, and, and next to him is a 40 foot school bus that's been sitting there. Uh, that has been there, sitting there empty, except for, uh, well, the owners left it there for uh, a homeless guy named Sam. And uh, Sam is like, imagine a bunch of Steven Tyler's were had by a dog, like all puppies, a bunch of puppy Steven Tyler's. And then there's the runt of the uh, litter. Sam's the runt of Steven Tyler puppies. He's from Boston. And he is that stereotypical Boston dude that whenever somebody says to me, um, well, you don't sound like you have a crazy Boston accent. And I, my, I, I tell him, well, I don't want to be that Boston dude, that one dude that everybody knows in Boston. Like, hey, kid, how's those fucking Bruins, kid? What the fuck are you doing today? That's, this is Sam. <laughs> About 57, 60-year-old, looks like he's 80, 90, had a hard life, maybe 5'5", five, five, weighs 90 pounds. Um and plays guitar for money to um, support his drinking problem. Oh, nice. and that's all he wants to do. Um, he he has um, said, I've taken care of everything I need to in Boston. My mother has a place to live. My fucking mother has a place to live. <laughs> um, fucking took care of everything, kid. And I just want to do what the fuck I want to do. Nobody fucking tells me what to do. <laughs> I, fucking, I need to fucking have a drink i'll fucking have a drink who, who the fuck is gonna tell me and this is this is 10 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> as he's shaking convulsively because he needs a drink yeah <laughs> he's got the delirium tremens going on yes 
as he's shaking and putting on his um, his gold leaf fingernail polish oh. and wearing like 1960s woman's reading glasses in a plaid onesie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got you guys are gonna hear it. You got is there's a guest appearance by by the little man Van. I need to lift him up and put him on the bed. He's gonna for <laughs> a tree. Oh, there you are. There you are. All right. There you go. All right. Now you can lay down. Sorry, that's my roommate. <laughs> oh, that kills me every time. So uh, I have so many questions, Joe, before you go on and a couple of comments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, question number one. Yeah. Like you said left school bus. So like – what like, the people just like they parked like a full size school bus just left it. Yeah, At, I guess, and um, it's like a permanent. It's like and people in Austin are just like, yeah, whatever. Well, that's that's the thing. Um, yeah, people left it. Uh, I I don't know who left it. Maybe this guy or this couple that you know hearsay that we we were told they left it there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> It's it's completely gutted, complete completely empty except for a couch and uh, like a box and two dead bodies. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> and a bunch of like Pepsi pallets. What a like Pepsi pallet? Like yeah, okay, like, yeah, like those plastic weird pallets. Okay, there's a bunch of those underneath of it, um, <laughs> and it's been here for a while. We know it's been here longer than November because the guy next to him. On the other side of the bus, so to to uh, review what's going on here, you have me, then Aaron, then Sam in the bus, and on the other side of Sam um, is a trailer, but like you know, like an automotive trailer, like those big rectangular boxes you put a car in, um, like you know, like a race car would go in. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like, kind of like that. So uh, Craig um, is on the other side and lives in a car trailer. It's I can't tell if there's wheels on it or not. Uh, I don't try to go over there too much. But uh, Craig lives in half of it. And the other half, he, Porsche, he parks his Porsche in the back of it. And he also has a pickup truck in front. Well, so the pickup truck pulls the Porsche and his house. Right. But I've never seen the Porsche or I've never seen anything move. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, but you've seen that there, there is a Porsche inside there. Or is he just like, I have a Porsche in there. <laughs> it's outside. He showed me the garage. There's okay. no room for a Porsche in there. There's so much stuff in there. Uh, <laughs> but, he, but he insists there's one in there. No, the Porsche is outside. It's parked. Oh, outside. oh, he moved the Porsche out. Okay, so yeah, there, yeah, yeah. there actually is a Porsche. Yeah, it's not. Like, um, it's like yes, that old was. joke with the kid in the box of uh, that says he's caught a leprechaun. You ever hear that joke? No. This little kid comes to school and he's carrying a box around with him, and people are like, "Dude, that box stinks!" Like the hell he's like oh it's my leprechaun they're like you don't have a leprechaun no i absolutely have a leprechaun well like, you see it uh, no 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 i didn't let you see it like he's very shy he doesn't want to do it and passes out uh, this is much shorter version of it uh 
friends go over and they open up the shoebox and there's just a big turd inside there. They <laughs> go, dude, what the hell? And he's like, hey, you scared the shit out of him. Uh, 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 um, yeah, so um, he doesn't have a leprechaun, but he does have something <laughs> that hangs out on his shoulder all the time. Oh. Uh, he has, which I got super emotional about it. Uh, he has a umbrella cockatoo. Oh, just like my ex-wife Heidi and I had. Um, and dude, I never thought I would fall in love with the bird, but that bird we had was one of the most amazing animals that I've ever fell in love with. Um, it would it would cuddle with us like. Cockato- umbrella cockatoos are uh, considered the teddy bear of birds, and teddy bear bird, like the, just the like teddy bear of birds. Oh, so, oh, like, so like they're super cuddly. Yeah, um, and her name was Edith, and Edith would, <laughs> Edith would, um, yeah. uh, Edith would get under the covers with us and like make a little nest and cuddle and play peekaboo, and um, she would, she stuttered her G's. Uh, so she talked a whole lot and Heidi would put her to bed, like put her in the cage and put a blanket over her and go, good night, good girl. And Edith would repeat back going, good night, good girl. And uh, and she whispered it. And it was really cute. And that bird was awesome. But um, the thing about him that I try to tell everybody is they're super vocal and super social. And that bird does not shut up screaming <laughs> all day long. So it sounds like a goddamn jungle on the other side. Of the <laughs> screaming, top notch. <laughs> Dude, I'm just looking this up now. Those are expensive fucking birds. They're not cheap. They're super expensive and they live 60 to 70 years. Holy crap. Yeah. So the, when you get one, uh, which is it's, the thing that uh, about him that made me sad was um, so in the wild they pair up and they they get a mate for life, um, and that's good when your mate's gonna live the longest you can, but if you get a bird in your twenties or thirties, you know you're gonna outlive that bird and that bird's gonna mate with you. So when you're gone, you destroy that bird's like. Uh, feeling like it really is like those birds have feelings they they totally pair up and they attach themselves to you and it's super stressful when you're not around or or you leave them um they start they edith got super stressed and she started picking all the feathers out so at first it looked like she had big fluffy pants on and then it looked like she was wearing shorts and then it looked like she was wearing like a little bikini bottom <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's that's where I'm at. I'm parked here, and th- oh, so the first night I got here, I got to tell you this. Wait, so what, before you do, yeah. I just want to make sure I'm 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 picturing things appropriately. So All right, go ahead, there's go ahead. there's there's uh, a parking lot area at Zilker where they typically have the hospitality services, right? Um, and now there's like currently there's like what four five school buses and random van light, like or there is there is yeah. there more people like no it's a big open field where we're at like a big rectangular field and um during the day people come out here and park and it's easily 
I would say close to 100 to 250 cars parked um, during the weekend and during the week. Mm-hmm. We'll just go out and walk and do the trails. Right. Um, but, you know, come come um, nighttime, everybody leaves and we're usually the only ones out here except for like maybe another uh, van or there's I think there's a guy or, or a girl um, a couple of hundred yards away from me in a pickup truck living in the pickup truck. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty open. And everybody that I talk to around here, like, that's strange. Like, you're not supposed to park down there. Or, you know, uh, people say, yeah, I heard you can park down there, but you have to only stay for 72 hours and they'll kick you out. But I think it's with COVID and, you know, everything else, they're pretty lax about it. They haven't said anything yet. That's um, good. Yeah, so it is good, and it's accessible to everything out here. So it's, it's probably pretty, like because nobody's like causing any trouble, so they're just like, yeah, it's not worth our time. Yeah, and um, you know, I can let Van run around out here. I can open the back of the bus and and work on stuff, and which um, I have been doing. I've I've installed a I don't know since the last time we talked. I've installed a diesel heater, uh, nice. which is nice. That's insanely nice. It's gotten down to it's, it's supposed to be done in the 20s tonight oh jesus that should be interesting yeah um and done some work on the bus where i've installed or, or just like some like there's a there's a uh, spot behind the driver's side that i have a bench and okay. it goes right up to the back of the driver's seat and if if you slam on the brakes there's no arm thing that you can slide right off and just slide off the bench in between the front seat and the bench. Okay. And, and Nick, that's Nikki's spot. And she was like, yeah, it, can we put something here? So just in case you're still on the brakes, I'm not going through the front window. And uh, <laughs> so I built something there for her and it came out pretty good. Nice. I think, did you uh, just take a picture and did you post that recently on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, it looked really good. It looked really good. Yeah, but yeah, it came out. It came out okay. It was some leftover wood I had and uh, repurposed all that. So yeah, so there's some stuff that I'm working on here, and there's there's stuff going on. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're saying, uh, so you're you're saying it was, and I interrupted you. Your your first night. Uh, there's the other night you're you're about to tell oh, some story yeah, about yeah, the yeah. I even get yeah. so the first night I got here um, was. I think I stayed here the first night, found it, found it here by myself. And, um, I met Aaron, uh, in the school bus. I met him the day before and I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I met him at Walmart and he came up to me and he was like, Hey, just wanted to say hi to a fellow, uh, school bus owner. And we hit it off and he was parked at Walmart, which, he just came from Arizona and he's like, yeah, Walmart's not really my thing. You know, it's, a, it's too noisy and people are getting kicked out of here. And I was like, hey, I'm going to check out this one spot. Give me a number. I'll text you and shoot a pin if it's okay. Didn't hear from him that first night. The second night he showed up and parked. And then there was a van next to us, like a Sprinter van. Okay. So um, it, I invited that dude. I knocked on his door and I was like, Hey, I'm in the school bus. Just checking on you. See if you want to come over and hang out. I don't know what we're doing. 
I don't even know, drinking coffee or something. And um, the door opens and it's like a, gosh, uh, a Fred Savage kind of dude looking like, like that kind of, like, you know, a little bit of Fred Savage looking with a red beard okay. and opens a door and he's wearing nothing but underwear. And he's oh. like, Oh, I was like, like boxers, oh. tidy whities Like I, I didn't bikinis? even, I wasn't really looking. Ah, come on, Joe. <laughs> well, uh, and he's like, yeah, I'll come on over. I'm just going to finish my show. And we're like, okay. And he comes over and um, he was like, yeah, I was watching Rupa. I couldn't go away from the RuPaul drag show. RuPaul's drag, drag I had yeah. to see what's going on with that. And we we're like, oh, okay. Um, and keep on talking, talking. And he's from uh, Missouri which uh, Aaron calls it misery. Misery, yep. yep. And uh, we were talking about the- It's a uh, horrible place to live. Oh, he, he loves it so much. And, <laughs> he, he, and he's such a, a St. Louis. Oh, uh, what a, it's the most boring town in the US. I hate oh, St. Louis. That's yeah, not just as a Cub fan. Like, we were talking about the St. Louis Blues and how Chicago, and he's like, oh, dude, it's so bad. Uh, <laughs> like- it, it, it's as bad as you're saying. Like, yeah. Like, I remember you telling me, I even told you um, when we were there shooting the game, there was a radio spot or a radio advertisement of uh, punch, a, um, punch a Chicago fan if you see one. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. But yeah, he, he loves it. Um, he was all about it. And apparently he, um, his and he's only been in the van for like six weeks, so he just started. Oh, so he's like red new in the process, or oh, yeah, uh, he bought the van completely converted. Oh, cool! Uh, so he doesn't know anything about it. I'm like, Do you have utensils? And he's like, I don't know. Do you, uh, do you have a heater? And he's like, I don't know. Do you, yeah, have a- how do you not know? Like, how you've been there th- for six weeks and have zero idea whether or not you have utensils? He just eats out every day and doesn't stay in the van. Wow, so. Yeah, it's really it's really interesting the people I'm meeting that are doing this life that are doing it in a different way. Yeah, I I've been on the uh whatchamacallit, there's Van Dwellers, I think is the subreddit that I've been I've been watching and looking at quite a bit. And there's there's definitely a divide that I can see between people who are like yourself and some it sounds like a lot of the other people that you run into are like these DIY folks of like I've built this I'm learning about it like this is my thing and then there's others who are like uh, almost like I'm gonna this is gonna sound horrible and I'm I'm gonna be stereotyping a whole whole, it's it's (laughs) what it's like the uh the Instagram tourist Right. Like it's the person who uh, like they have the full on van and, but they're really, they're just, they're they're going out. They might pull the van into places to take like the doors open in the back and the hot dog leg photo, like they do for like (laughs) on the beach side. Right. Like, and like, that's their extent to van life. Uh, And it's, it's very, very different. And it's, um, I want to say it's safer maybe like it's it's or more sterile it's not the same it's um it's yeah it's a touristy it's not it's not lifestyle it's we call it the new york city apartments uh dwellers and it's a lot of um van lifers and and bus people or schoolie people that 
make their vehicles look like New York City apartments. Um, all super clean, modern, um, stainless steel. Um, some of the stuff is gorgeous. I mean, it's amazing, like the stuff that's inside there. Yeah. It is. It's beautiful. But um, it, 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 it doesn't really, to me, you're not living the lifestyle of living out of a school bus. You're just taking everything that you want from your apartment and I just walk outside and be outside, but I've, it, it, it's, it's, I guess, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are going to be like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. But, That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, yeah, that actually sounds kind of nice. Wait, <laughs> 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 right. you got a shower and a toilet. That's great. Right. I don't have to use a bucket. Uh, like I'm perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it makes you, I was talking to Aaron about this. It makes you uh, appreciate other things uh, like running water. Uh, when you go to somebody's house, you're like, I can leave this water faucet on and it'll keep on coming. Um, <laughs> or there's a, there's a hot knob. I can make it hot. That's awesome. I don't have to, like, there's all sorts of like cool things about a couch. Like you don't have couches and like sitting in a couch or uh, we're talking about you staring at this thing on a wall and you just stare at it. Um, he and Aaron and I were sitting in the bus earlier and we we're talking and I was just strumming on the guitar and he's telling me stories and, and Van sitting next to me. Like if we were in somebody's house and doing this, it'd be like, Hey, 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 calm, calm quiet over there. We're trying to watch this. And it takes away the element of like, well, we're just talking to each other and conversing with each other, not just staring at a TV. Right. Uh, and, and it's, those things are in, those buses and in those vans is like a lot of people ask, where do you plug your TV into? I don't, (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a TV. It's it's funny. I was at the grocery store just before we called and uh, I was walking through uh, like the frozen food section. And I I had that thought and I was like, wow, like, even just like having like a frozen pizza, like you can't do because like, who's got a fucking oven? Like you can't like, no, no. Well, the oven You'd be surprised the ovens, it's the frozen part. Like, how am I going to keep it frozen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's also true. Yeah. There are fridges that people get that are that have like a, a freezer section and a fridge section, but they're incredibly expensive. Yeah. And um, I, like, they're probably also like super, like from a power consumption bit, like it's not like, like the easiest no, thing to power. No, it's not very practical unless you spend money um, to buy those super um, expensive fridges. And so, like the one that I was gonna get, uh, it was it's seventy five liters, which is not that big, uh, with a fridge and a freezer at the same time, and it can make ice cubes. Oh, it was fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> <laughs> just for a fridge. That's like a rate, like that's that's like a regular fridge inside your house price. Like, yeah, and you're getting a cooler size. Um, but yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, that's insane. Like, yeah, I, I'm shaking my head as if the listeners can actually like see me <laughs> do that. Like, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, so wait, wait, wait to be a solid broadcaster there, Tim. Like, I don't, I don't buy, I don't meat is a commodity. Like, wow, you got meat? Well, we better eat it today because it ain't gonna, it ain't it's gonna not, last. It's not in a can. Yep. Snack nut. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's fun. That I like it. It's okay. I actually enjoy it. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's not about those things. It's about everything else. Right. And that's, I think that's where I was kind of getting at is like, you're missing, like the people who do it that way are missing out on a key component of it, of like, it's no, it's supposed to be a very um, nomadic lifestyle. And if you make it to where um, like, it's cool, but you're vacationing, you're not living. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, Which um, it's a good transition here that, I've been living in the city since October and uh, end of this month, I'll be heading out to the desert and I can't wait. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna slow everything down and everything's gonna be like going outside um, and just relaxing. Nobody around can do anything you want, build a fire during the day, keep that thing going all day into the night, play music, hang out with friends uh, just doing whatever. And yeah. it's, I can't wait for it. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And then we'll be doing Hobo, Hobo Olympics. I was going to ask, as I say, Hobo Olympics, got to have some naked knife throwing, right? Yeah, yeah, dude, that's coming up. <laughs> That'd be awesome to do. Go ahead. That'd be awesome to do um, some kind of like broadcast of the Hobo Olympics, like a, like a, I don't know, like, like, like a, a simulcast or uh, yeah. what you call it. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, it would even just be fun to uh, while you guys are competing. I like. I would even consider coming down and just uh, oh, like doing play by play. You know, Dude, like that would be hilarious. <laughs> that actually, like, I like this idea quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Do you want to uh, do you want to talk Brian's letter or our yeah, letter? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So uh, our friend uh, and fan of the show, Brian, uh, took us up on the offer that we uh, we put out a couple of shows ago to uh, send us your travel stories or or things of adventures that you've had on the road that you think are particularly funny. Um, and yeah, he uh, he shared a story. So I'm going to read. Uh, and then we can kind of react to the, the story. We're kind of like figuring this out. All right. So uh, here we go. This is, these are all Brian's words, not mine. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll break. All right. So this story begins with me taking an expat assignment to live in Germany with my family. As an employee in Germany, I was entitled to receive something called Kindergeld, which translates roughly into kid money. Yes, the German government pays you for having kids, and it's not a trivial amount. I was receiving about $700 a month for my two kids. Holy shit. That's crazy, right? Wow. When I left Germany, now six years ago. Was there? Was I blonde there? I've met his sons. They might be. They might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you don't have blonde hair and blue eyes, you, get, you get 350 a month <laughs> for two kids. <laughs> they still give you money. It's just not nearly as much. <laughs> uh, when I left Germany six years ago, there were many steps to out processing involving relinquishing my driver's license, stopping the radio tax. Uh, you must pay a tax to fund the radio stations unless you can prove to the government that you do not own a radio. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you do that? How do you prove that? <laughs> I would like that. Seriously. Uh, 
Wow, that's a but tangent. Like I like, now, that's something I'm gonna have to research. They're like, holy! How shit. do you prove that? You How do you prove you don't have a radio? And it's all gonna be in German. Like, and they're gonna have no idea. I want to hear um, the German word for that. <laughs> radio exception. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I also sent the proper authorities a letter telling them that I should no longer be paid Kindergeld. I tried to close my German bank account so the taxes would not be assessed and the kindergeld would have nowhere to go, but that couldn't happen until I had three consecutive months of no automatic withdrawals or deposits. Okay. <laughs> the radio tax itself took six months and two separate letters to stop, but the kindergeld kept coming despite several attempts to stop it. I learned that German efficiency is a complete myth bureaucratically, at least <laughs> including government employees. So I eventually just assumed that they'd figure it out at some point, And I let the cash continue to pile up in my forgotten about German bank account. Luckily, I didn't spend the money. I kind of forgot about it until one particular trip to Germany. This would have been about two years after moving back to the States. And I'm stopped by German customs at the Frankfurt airport. Well, you God. must come with me. It appears, sir, you have committed a small crime. <laughs> <Tell him. laughs> That's what they always say. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. A German tells you, like, yeah. hey, you've committed a crime. You got to come with yeah. me. Like, I am not. I ain't like, going no. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I go with them to the little airport jail at the Frankfurt airport, and they tell me to wait there for a while. I explain that I have a connection to make, but they tell me that I will probably miss that connection. Oh, no. After about an hour of interrogation, we come to the fact that I owe about $17,000 to the German government. Holy shit. <laughs> Excellent. I tell them, I've been waiting for you to ask for this money back. So I explain to them that it's my German bank account. And if they let me out, I'll transfer the money right away. It took some time. And luckily I had the PDFs of the letters I sent to the Kindergeld people on my laptop, but they did let me through. They even gave me a special escort to my gate so I wouldn't miss my connection. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, they actually put me in. <laughs> and when I say they gave me a special escort, they actually put me in a police car and drove me across the tarmac to the exact gate. And I was brought up the stairs used by the luggage guys on the jetway. I can't imagine what the other passengers were thinking about me at that point. <laughs> they found the one dude that would pay the radio tax back. <laughs> they won the lottery. They're like, of dude, like, yeah, wait, wait, you were paying the radio tax even after you left and you're paying us back to kindergarten. Like you are an American hero. <laughs> oh, those, those German officers or those police. They, they are the talk of the town. Like, those guys are the legends of the force. Like we got one, we got one. <laughs> like just another boring day at the airport until like, got the one this guy, Brian yeah. shows up with his $17,000 ready to go. So, yeah. <laughs> I followed through. So here he continues. I followed through his promise, transferred the money as soon as I could get to a branch of my bank that same trip and got confirmation uh -huh. of the transfer in writing, which I definitely needed upon exit. as <laughs> the same process happened at customs on my way out. <laughs> <laughs> I asked them if this would continue to be a problem as I traveled to Germany often for business, and they assured me that it would be cleared up in their systems within a week or two. Fast forward <laughs> four years and probably six <laughs> trips to Germany later, and it still has not been fixed. Same well, deal every time on entry and exit. I now you mean 
he gets an escort to the plane every single time. He no, he gets he gets thrown into jail every time. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to carry with me all of my documentation that grows with every trip to prove that I am not a criminal, and this was resolved several years ago. My last trip there this past June brought a new development. This time, instead of being <laughs> detained once I hit customs, the Germans decide to be more proactive with me. My plane landed in Frankfurt, and the pilot gets on the intercom as we get to the gate. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, we've arrived at our gate, but I must ask that everyone must remain seated for some minutes as we have a situation to resolve first. The police <laughs> must board the plane to escort a passenger before anyone else can deplay. Everyone is looking around wondering who the terrorist is. And I've started to get a feeling that they might be coming to me for me. Sure enough, the flight attendant nervously approaches me and says, you must go with the police, sir. So as everyone on the plane watched me get my police escort off the plane, no, they didn't handcuff me. I made sure to walk the familiar airport jail again showed him my paperwork, and they apologized as usual. They advised me to get a German lawyer to help get this flag removed, so now I need to pay money to fix their mistake. <laughs> you would think they have their fo- his photo there. Right. And be like, oh, it's this guy you- again. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I right? see his name, right? Like, it's like, if he keeps well, coming up, it's like... <laughs> what's his first name again? Brian. All right, and we won't say the last name, but I'm sure, like... Is Brian like a weird name, a weird American name? Like there's some weird German name that we can't pronounce and like we forget instantly. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, what's that American name again? The most common name ever, like Brian. I mean, the other thing is like, Brian is not a small dude. Like Brian yeah. is what, like six, 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 five, something like that. Like he like dark hair like he's a big dude like you're not forget like you, he's just not like some uh, average looking guy like he's like it's kind of a mon- like not a monster but like he played basketball like the dude is like he's like of size and and and, and i you know not with it going in too far into what he does for work but does he need to go to germany <laughs> you would think after he's like, well, I don't know. Yeah, I should send somebody else I'll on fly. this trip. <laughs> I'll fly into a, a, a bordering country and drive in. <laughs> so he says, one more funny story. I've met some interesting people in the Frankfurt jail. <laughs> <laughs> The same last trip where I was arrested on the plane, <laughs> the fam- a family of four was in there with me. The father was looking very pissed off at the situation. The wife was looking very pissed off at her husband's, and they had two toddlers terrified that they were in jail. As I entered, the father looks at me and goes, they got you too, huh? <laughs> Came to find out he wasn't being detained because of the fact that uh, he owed the German government money, but he because he yelled at the flight attendant and refused to wear his mask. The wife was no. saying to him, it's the rules. I can't believe you had to make such a scene. We're on fucking vacation. And he was flying off the handle about how ridiculous the rule was. I'm fully vaccinated. I shouldn't have to wear a stupid mask. This COVID farce is bullshit. The whole spiel. <laughs> He said, at least that made my time in detention a little bit more entertaining than usual. 
So that's a wrap. I love your guys' show. I'm sure it will happen again as I haven't gotten a German lawyer. And I, <laughs> I have gotten used to the routine and I'm probably getting to the point where the customs guys are remembering me. God damn, I would hope so. They would know by name. Hey, it's Brian. Hey! You start bringing up like Brian. snacks and stuff like that from the US. Right. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, he's going to come back. He's like, plus now I'm excited for my next trip because I know I'll probably be pulled off the plane again, but now I'm coming up with clever things so I can set it up with the flight attendants and fellow passengers of, Hey, you know, I just want to let you know in advance that I'm expecting a police escort off the plane. I'm kind of a big deal in Germany and it's for my protection. (laughs) Bravo, Brian. Bravo, Brian. That's an awesome, awesome, awesome fucking story. Thank you for that. That is awesome. And if you've got a great story to share with us, uh, please do send us an email, uh, no name roadshow at gmail.com. We would love to, uh, to hear, or, Hey, if you have a travel dilemma, like send us your questions too. We'll, uh, we'll debate whatever topic, but yeah, Brian, thank you. That's an awesome story. Awesome. Good job, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was awesome. I wonder if one of the inspectors looks like the German guy from the Indiana Jones movie. Like, <laughs> we have ways to make you talk. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Hogan's heroes. <laughs> <laughs> like full on long trench coat. <laughs> The monocle. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? Oh shit! What was the big catchphrase? That was, I know. Oh, no, there was. Uh, there was. I think they had that. We have vase to make you talk. That was one, right? Um, yeah. I can't remember. Uh, I can't either. Actually, be like, yeah, whatever. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's good, man. I, we should get more of these. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm still I, I'm enamored with the radio tax I'm sorry the radio tax have... exemption not the radio tax itself I don't care about that the fact that like oh yeah I want to know how to prove that you don't have a radio <laughs> impossible <laughs> oh um I don't know if you you heard as that story was going on, got a knock on the door oh. of the school bus. Yep. And I looked out and it was Sam. Oh. Yep. Didn't come in. No, no, no. No, we don't want that. We don't want that. <laughs> you're talking about uh you're talking earlier about Sam wearing his uh onesie with the nail oh. polish and playing guitar. Uh also oh, yeah. when I was at the grocery store, like there <laughs> I should have taken a video, but the guy was dying for attention so much. I was like, I like, I, I just can't. There was a dude who set up. Like, I'm walking into the thing, and I just hear like, I don't know if you can hear me tapping a mic, but like he's tapping a mic, and I'm like, wait. And then like, dun 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 dun. Like here, like you know, like on a uh, like on a uh, like a Casio keyboard, they have the uh the yeah. preloaded like drum uh yeah. or, like percussion like bossa nova and like other things like that right um so that starts and uh <laughs> i look over and i'm like holy shit there's a street performer outside the albertsons and it's not a dude with a guitar and like a keyboard he's got a fucking accordion there's an accordion <laughs> 
parking lot and I was like, I need to get these groceries done because I want to come back and like see the, and he was gone by the time I came out. I was like, who the fuck, who busks outside of a grocery store? An accordion? Yeah, an accordion. I know. I'll tell you who. And he, wasn't on, he wasn't along. He was like in the parking lot. It was like he parked his car, popped the trunk, and was like, time to perform. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Damn. You, where, I've seen that one time before. And um, I'll let you guess where. What, what, what other city would that be accepted in the, you would see it at one city. Anything happens. Uh, it's either uh, so. Portland would be my number one. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> where I've seen it. <laughs> it's like Portland, Somerville. Those are kind of my uh, Portland. Portland, Somerville, Austin. Like I remember Somerville. Like watching, like driving, and there's a dude in the bike lane on a unicycle, and I'm like, oh, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh. It's an old far side cartoon. It's like, welcome to, he- welcome to heaven. Here's your harp. And they, the other side is welcome to hell. Here's your accordion. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so good. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Joe, that's, I mean, I know you've been playing guitar and doing other things, but you should consider the old squeeze box. Maybe that'd be. <laughs> I have one. I have a little kid. one. You have a little kid accordion. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, I haven't broken it in a long time. And and where did I get that? At a free pile in Portland. It was the free, a free pile. pile where there was no, free pile still. It's a fucking yard sale. It's a yard sale. I know. I know. It's a free pile. Or uh, it's so. Oh goddamn! Portland is so fucking. I, I, I don't care who's from there anymore. I will shit on that place <laughs> as craziness. I don't, I don't care who's listening. If you're there, you're fucking crazy. Uh, the, the yard sales don't have prices. It's whatever you want to pay for it. How much How much do you want to pay? I don't, I, and my, my mind was, I don't want to pay anything. Well, that's okay, too. <laughs> if you come back, want to you know just give a little bit of how much it's worth, something else, that's cool, too. And I was like, yeah. very different. No. When I had the, uh, the neighborhood we lived in in Dorchester would have an entire Melville park would have a huge, I'm sure they still do huge, like garage and yard sale. Everyone participates. It's like one day, I think in like September or anything else like that. And yeah, no, there's definitely prices on those. But my, I remember <laughs> my neighbor, like we're like just talking and everyone's just having a good time. And all of a sudden you just hear, get the, out of here get the fuck off my lawn <laughs> no, fuck you no fuck fuck you and i'm like holy shit i come up like hey man what's going on he was like that dude was like harassing me he wanted to pay five dollars for this fucking table saw and i was like, so tired of it like i just told him to get the fuck out of here like that's yeah there's no free piles in boston by the way no. that that guy who's my next door neighbor was like the superintendent of like four schools <laughs> like k-12 <laughs> schools in the city of boston like there's um there's also um you can you can get mulch in portland Mm. and and my friend he's the master of deals um he was telling me about um oh this is gene gene was on the podcast all the time Mm -hmm. 
he was telling me about um this mulch deal he found and he's like <laughs> mulch deal <laughs> man they you don't you don't get to say how much mulch you don't get to say what kind of mulch you don't even get to say what's in the mulch they just drop off mulch in your front street and he's like they dropped off so much mulch i mulched my neighbor's yard i mulched my <laughs> yard there was shoes in the mulch <laughs> like kid shoes <laughs> and it took him months to get rid of the mulch he would he would gradually fill up his trash barrels and have him take it away in the trash. <laughs> Good thing he didn't have him drop it in his driveway or something like that. Oh, like, it was it was blocking his driveway. <laughs> they put it right there in the front. He had to dig a tunnel through the pile of mulch to get his car out. <laughs> he was like, man, that's a good deal, though. They give you a lot of mulch. <laughs> so speaking of Portland, have you seen Pig yet? Uh-uh. The Nicolas Cage movie? No. It is so good. Takes place in Portland. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. All right. I, like, uh-uh. To everyone listening, I highly recommend it. It's. Uh, I was surprised at how good it is. And uh, Barack Obama has, like, at the end of the year, always posts, like, his favorite songs and books and movies of the year. It actually made his list of favorite movies from last year. Oh. It's, like, it is that yeah. good. Yeah. It's it's perfect Nicolas Cage. It's like violent and stupid and like, but like super like heavy at like, it's, it's, uh, I was very taken aback, Uh, but it definitely plays into, uh, there's a lot of Portland commentary kind of woven into it. (laughs) Oh, awesome. (laughs) Um, We could go off on a tangent on this one, but I'll, I'll, I'll cut it short on this is uh, I've been I subscribed to Disney because uh-huh. uh, it came free with my Verizon. Uh, and I've been watching all of Marvel in timeline order. Okay. Why the fuck didn't they do that? Like, why did they come out with the movies the way they came out with? If you watch it in the timeline order, it makes perfect fucking sense. <laughs> I've done that. And yeah. It, oh, it's great. It, it, it's what it's probably like 60 hours of watching yeah. and I'm only hour seven, um, <laughs> but it makes sense now. No, it makes sense. And then the other thing that's fun about it is, uh, um, well, there's, there's two things. The first thing that's fun about it is that you start realizing some of the references that you've totally missed because of the fact that the movies are at least like fresh enough to you're like, Oh shit, that's the person from so-and-so is that, yeah. that, that, that's really cool. There's one um, one problem with the watching it all on Disney though is the Spider-Man movies aren't all on it. I know I get super ticked off about it, um, but they have. Is it X-Men is Sony, right? Yeah, like the yeah, but they have those on. Yeah, like so that's why like I don't understand like why they've got like the old X-Men stuff, uh, including the yeah. old like. Uh, 90s cartoon or 80s 90s cartoon or whatever else right is, which apparently they're making a uh a, an update or like more episodes oh. of that cartoon with the same voice cast and everything yeah oh that's awesome the st- but yeah it, it it's been cool watching that like right now i'm on ant-man and wasp wow i love that movie oh. that's such a good movie it's good it is good they're all really yeah. good i liked the rock one it was good too yeah. I'm an Evangeline um, Lily fan anyway, so that just like that also makes it easier to watch. Is that wait the wasp? It, the lady who plays a wasp. Yeah, I 
I just started watching it earlier today. I watched like half an hour and I was like, huh, who is this woman? But you know who I'm a fan of? Um, Hawkeye's wife. Oh, yeah. Uh, Linda Cardini. I think that's her name. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah she's really good in the uh, the Hawkeye series. Yeah. She's super good in it. Yeah. I don't know who she is. She like she obviously knows something going on yeah. in the superhero stuff. And I, I can't figure that part out yet. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 all good stuff. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like we got a, a guest this episode, but we're coming up on time. So uh, I yep. think it's uh, it's it's time for plugs. Uh, what you got going on? Anything uh, that you want to promote? Plug socials otherwise? Yeah, yeah. So um, cool things have been happening. Uh, redid the website, Mac Photo Travels. Uh, it's completely updated, clean, professional looking. Uh, super nice. And Nick and I are going to be doing some... Uh, Good stuff with that. There's um, a page on there to uh, go and look at what we've done with the bus. There'll be some posts very soon about the diesel heater uh, installation. Uh, also, some build stuff I've been doing. As well as uh, you can order and you can buy some prints, that uh, some photos that I've taken. And it, what would be nice is I'd like to get some feedback on what people are looking for, if they're looking to buy prints, what would catch their eye and, you know, uh, what, what they would like. Uh, so I can start putting more stuff up there. Put up nudes. <laughs> Van nudes. Doggy nudes. <laughs> uh, only vans. That's that's the... <laughs> <laughs> only vans. <laughs> I could do that. Uh, and I've been trying to promote uh, Mac Photo Portraits and, and updating that, and that's starting to gain some attention and, and getting it going. So, yeah, Mac Photo Travels and Mac Photo uh, Portraits. Awesome. And uh, yeah, but just as we said at the start of the show, uh, if you have a travel story, travel question, van life, bus life, road life, life <laughs> send us a message no name roadshow at gmail.com make sure to like subscribe leave comments uh you know reviews whatever you want to do uh give us that feedback on all of the uh the platforms make sure to follow us on social media at no name roadshow uh and yeah hey we uh yeah. as as we said at the start we really appreciate you guys and uh excited yeah, for this do. uh for this new year it's uh it's definitely going to be interesting Awesome. So until next time, uh, Joe, love you, buddy. Tim, love you too, man. And back to me. Man has no fear and he's always near. Man, yes, he's back.